What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. Today's rapid fire session, I'm going to share 10 high impact strategies for keeping those leads flowing and creating new listing and buyer opportunities for your real estate business in 2021. Before we jump in, though, I want to bring your attention to something new. This podcast, like your business, is built on referrals. So to help other agents just like you learn about the show, listen to the show, and download episodes, we're trying something new. We're using a service called Referralmatic. If you go to ricardobueno.com forward slash share, there's a quick and easy process for sharing this episode or podcast with a friend. If you refer five people, you'll get a free copy of my, my Facebook ads masterclass. All you got to do is head on over to ricardobueno.com forward slash share and get all the details. Other than that, welcome to the show. Let's go. Welcome to the Weekly Boost. My name is Ricardo Bueno, and I'm a 10-year veteran of the real estate industry. And this podcast is dedicated to taking an honest look at the reality of marketing and growing your real estate business. My guess is you want to close more deals, whether it's working with buyers or sellers. But it's not as easy as some people, like bullshit marketers, would have you believe. I spend my day consulting with some of the best agents in the industry, which basically means I have a front row seat to the behind the scenes of world-class marketing campaigns and listing strategies, and I'm here to unveil some of those strategies and tactics with you. Listen in as I share what's good in real estate and the world of marketing. Let's go. All right. So in the last year, real estate professionals across the country have had to find new ways to adapt to their way of doing business. Schools online, businesses are remote, and meetings are happening via Zoom, and realtors are doing the same. The good news is technology has made it easier to go through a lot of the home buying process virtually using tools like Zoom, FaceTime, Facebook Live, and more. But that also means losing out on what was once a great lead source, and that's open houses. With grand open houses relegated to being a thing of the past due to COVID and with listing inventory being so low, I thought I would share 10 high-impact strategies for keeping the leads flowing while creating new listing and buyer opportunities for your real estate business in 2021. So this is going to be a quick sort of rapid-fire episode. These are the 10 strategies that I would work on implementing. And if you just cherry pick one, two, or three, just a handful of these strategies, I'm willing to bet that'll generate new lead opportunities for you, um, increase your confidence, increase your momentum as we go through into 2021. So strategy number one, and I'm willing to bet a lot of you are doing this already, but strategy number one is to shoot a high quality video that tells a story highlighting your new listing highlighting the community that you're specializing in and or features you as the local expert. Buyers right now want to know three things. Should I buy a home right now? Is it safe to buy a home right now? And how do I safely buy a home right now? They want to be able to search and find answers to these questions online quickly and easily. And they want to see high quality photos, videos, and virtual tours of those homes online. So in order to stand out, you need to really step up your marketing and that starts with video. So uh, over on my website, ricardobueno.com, 
I have some excellent examples of well shot listing videos, well shot community videos, and also some great examples of sort of about me videos. Now, the reason I'm focusing or emphasizing videos so much is because videos are great for marketing at the top of the funnel. In other words, what you want to do with a lot of that video content that you're creating is you want to run ads to promote your videos to a cold audience on Facebook and YouTube. You can literally buy video views for pennies on the dollar while reaching a cold audience of potential buyers. And then what you can do is you can create a custom audience of the people that have watched at least 50% of your video. So when you're in Facebook, for example, and you're promoting a new listing, you're promoting a, you know, first time home buyer's guide, you're promoting a, you know, uh, find out what your home is worth. You can recreate a custom audience of people that have watched at least three seconds of your video, of people that watch at least 10 seconds of your video, of people that have watched 25% of your video, or people that have watched and engaged with at least 50% of your video. What you're essentially doing is you're taking a cold audience and warming it up so that you're making your retargeting ads that much more effective. So once you've warmed up that audience, retarget them with a video profile ad, similar um, with a compelling video that talks about you, right? Something that might say, who you work with matters, but don't take my word for it. Here are what some of my happiest clients have had to say, and that could be a video testimonial ad. Or if you're doing YouTube pre-roll ads, then this is where it's great to have a profile video so about me and why I love working where I work. And over on the website, I have an excellent example from real estate agent Lindsay Gridley, who sells in the community of Willow Glen. That about me video that she created would be an amazing YouTube pre-roll ad. Again, it's gonna cost you pennies on the dollar and you're gonna do a very effective job of creating high quality content that gets in front of potential buyers. Okay, so strategy number two. You wanna purchase phone numbers and emails for the neighborhood and really make those circle prospecting calls. This is an area where I would really double down. You have to commit to calling X number of people from your database each and every single day. And you wanna log that activity in your CRM. Get meticulous about logging that activity in your CRM. Now, when you're calling people from your database, they can be your SOI, they can be your past clients, it can be active and inactive leads. The point being, you wanna be powering through those calls. We have some sales reps that make it a goal to, make, uh, to call 75 people per day. That's their number, right? 75, 75, 75, 75. I had another agent who would cold call every day, Monday through Thursday, and her goal was she wouldn't stop making calls until she had two appointments on the calendar Monday through Friday. That was her goal. Minimum two listing appointments or buyer consults, but I prefer the listing appointments. But that was her goal. I'm going to cold call until I have two appointments on the calendar every single day. Her first year in business, she closed 24 transactions. So if you want to get ahead, again, you have to commit to doing the work, and that means committing to calling X number of people from your database each and every single day and logging that activity in your CRM. Now, you might be thinking, well, what if I don't have a big SOI, Ricardo, or a big past client database? Well, don't worry. You can use a system like RedX to call geo leads in your area and also to cold call expired listings. 
For real estate professionals, the thing you have to remember for you guys, prospecting is all about talking to as many people as you can. Now, a lot of agents trick themselves into thinking that if they just had the right tool or the right system, then everything will fall into place. And the truth is this. Tools are just a small part of a steady pipeline. The best client generation systems use a few simple tools, but they get the most out of them. In other words, in other words, they maximize the opportunity and they maximize the use of those tools together. That's the real difference. Tom Tools team closed 289 transactions in the last 12 months. He says that while nobody else wants to call the neighborhoods, his team is literally calling 250 homeowners a day. With the results that they pulled in last year, it's pretty safe to say that they're winning at the prospecting game. So again, his team is cold calling 250 homeowners a day, and those are those geo leads that I'm talking about. Because every time a listing sells in a neighborhood, statistically, about one to three listings follow, or about one to three homes follow suit and come on the market. So again, if you're looking for a great resource for, for calling those geo leads, you want to uh, talk to both your title company who can provide next seller leads or also check out a product like RedX. Great at providing geo leads and expired listing data. Okay, so strategy number three, and this one is low hanging fruit. You should be doing this by default on every single listing that you have out on the market. So strategy number three is to set up a text code sign writer for showing appointments via Calendly. So I call this the 24-7 open house. It's an easy way to book high intent buyer showings on autopilot. Now I got this idea from Jesse Bowden who runs a company called Call Action. Jesse's a super smart dude, decade in the industry. Um, and again, he put the idea of this 24-7 open house together. So the question here is, you know, how do you find the highest intent buyers for all the new listings you're taking? Before, we used to just do a big grand open house, right? Well, how do you find those high intent buyers today? Statistics show that 43% of buyers drive directly to a listing after finding a home online. So having a yard sign with your company brand, your name, your phone number, that's prime real estate. But only if you're properly taking advantage of it. And so one way to take advantage of it is to set up that 24-7 open house using a simple $10 sign writer with a text for info number. So I got an example of what that looks like over on the website. Just again, go to ricardobueno.com. And the sign writer says open house every day. Text the word show to 949-541-6445. And using a service like Call Action, which will uh, create auto text strip campaigns and a service like Calendly to auto book appointments, you can now basically instantly book showing appointments to view the home around the clock while delivering the same experience that the major real estate portals are delivering and while generating the same high quality lead on your own listings without paying $200 per lead or 35% referral fees. So again, this is a strategy that I would implement by default on each and every single listing that you take this year. And I'm willing to bet you'll see your number of high quality leads increase. Okay, so strategy number four, 
You want to create a Facebook lead ad to generate high quality buyer leads and build your pipeline of future business. This is again a strategy that we've implemented by default with a lot of our top agents in the last year. In fact, I think we've generated something like 7,800 leads and out of those 7,800 leads about 1,900 or so converted into appointments. And so here again, the, the idea is that every listing is an opportunity to generate at least one to three additional transactions from that listing. So while you, while you may not be able to host those big grand open house events, you can still run Facebook ads to promote your virtual open house, announce your new listing, announce a price reduction, or announce the listing that's back in the market. And so done right, you can generate a steady pipeline of future business. And like I said, in fact, in 2020, we helped our agents generate about 7,881 leads and about 1,957 of those converted into appointments. If you want to learn more about how to run Facebook lead ads, you can go to ricardobueno.com. Right on the homepage, you can sign up for uh, the Facebook ads masterclass is a free on-demand webinar that walks you through the process. And in that post, um, blog post on the website, I have some examples. So basically a swipe file for what copy you should include in those ads. And that webinar will walk you through kind of your, your copy and creative, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so strategy number five. Once a property is in escrow, in, in addition to doing your geo prospecting calls, and reaching out by phone and email, consider running an automated postcard campaign to the farm area around the listing, and especially targeting those potential next sellers in the neighborhood. Now look, it's tough to get listings in any market, and especially in today's market. So seasoned real estate professionals know that there's no silver bullet or magic formula to securing more listings, and I get that question all the time. Ricardo, what do you got? I need more listings. What's another strategy? Give me another strategy. Again, there's no silver bullet and there's no magic formula. So instead of relying on simple lead gen tactics, right? Invest in a multi-channel content strategy that also includes print. Ads by themselves aren't gonna get you a new listing. A couple of cold calls by itself without follow-up isn't gonna get you a new listing. Running a print campaign as a one-off for two months isn't going to get you a new listing. You have to do all of those things together in unison to really have an effect and to really outperform the competition. You want to give the impression, you know what, Ricardo, we chose you because my gosh, you're everywhere. Been getting your postcard for months. I see your ads online, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the impression that you want to give. So services like Agent Dominator that I link to in the website and uh, here in the show notes, they'll send just sold postcards around a home you just sold. As you work on converting your farm into your SOI, that should be your goal. Your North Star should be, I'm working on converting my farm into my SOI. And then a great call to action to embed on your print flyers is offering a free instant home value, um, home valuation similar to the postcard that I linked to in the post. So, hey, my name is Ricardo. Um, just sold a new listing for, you know, uh, f in a record 10 days for, you know, 20% above asking price. Want your instant home value now? Visit ricardoshomevalues.com.
that should be your call to action in all of your print advertising. So again, that company is Agent Dominator, and I link to it in the website in the show notes. Okay, so strategy number six. Put your clients in the HomeBot to stay in touch with them every single month, but don't forget about them. Instead, continue to follow up. And remember, everyone in your database is a seller at a certain price. People say, I'm not thinking of selling or I'm going to hang tight, but the reality is everyone in your database is a seller at a certain price. So you've probably heard me talk about HomeBot enough already. If you haven't, again, you can sign up for my free on-demand HomeBot webinar over on uh, ricardobueno.com. But HomeBot is easily the lowest cost, highest return tool that I've introduced my agents to in the last year. I'm willing to bet that for about every 100 people that you upload onto your database, especially if they know you, like you, trust you, for about every 100 people that you upload onto your database, you can likely expect to generate at least two listing opportunities over the course of a year. Once you've got your database uploaded, I have a great email script to send to your database to generate even more CMA requests. And you can find that over on the website. If not, just shoot me an email, ricardo at ricardobueno.com. So once you have them in your database, HomeBot is dripping on them once a month, every month, forever. Uh, Your home value has been updated for one, two, three, Main Street. Click here to see your value. And then again, 30 days later, and then again, 30 days later, right? Once you got them in the HomeBot, it really is a set it and forget it. The hard part is getting them in. Once they're in there, it's set it and forget it. You don't need to think about it. But this is where I want you not to pull back. I want you to actually get more engaged. Once you have them in your database, the name of the game is just consistently growing that database of potential next sellers. And so I was recently introduced to this concept of research phase sellers, meaning someone's always in a different phase of life and researching their next move. The 55 plus and older group is researching whether now's the right time to downsize. First time buyers are researching whether now's the right time to upgrade, right? Stop paying rent, buy my own house. Uh, People who bought a starter home are thinking, gosh, honey, we have another baby on the way. I'm tired of using the living room as the kid's playroom. Or, gosh, we've both been working from home and I'm tired of hiding in the closet for my next Zoom call. We really need to get a bigger place, right? These are all research phase sellers that are, again, at a different stage in their life and are researching their next move. So, Build that database, segment each of those groups accordingly, and create content that reaches those groups accordingly. Investors are researching whether they should hold on to their investment and find another renter because the previous tenant lost their job due to COVID. So the question you should always ask yourself is, how do I go from 50 to 100 research face sellers who are thinking of moving? And then remember, don't just put them in the home bottom, forget about them or forget to follow up and personally check up on them. This is where you're going to stand out over everyone else who's just doing the bare minimum marketing. So like Josh Lewis said in my recent podcast episode, you have to commit to calling through at least two letters of the alphabet every week. If you're using your phone, commit to calling through two letters of the alphabet every week. And so here's some great scripts to use in those conversations. You know, hey, Ricardo, your home has appreciated somewhere between 8 and 12% since you last bought it. And I'm just curious, what are your plans for the house for the next two to three years? 
you know, prices are continuing to escalate. And I'm just curious, at what price would you consider selling your home? Or, hey, Ricardo, if I could help get you the highest, most ridiculous offer for your house, would you sell it? Those are your setup questions to try to get information to see where people are and to start to have those conversations about and, and identify who's motivated to sell and who can afford to wait. But again, dump them in the home bot and don't forget to call two, through two letters of the alphabet every week and ask those setup questions to determine their temperature, or to gauge their temperature. Okay, so strategy number seven, and this is an important one, kind of not tricky, but it's low-hanging fruit, and it might seem obvious. It's like, gosh, why haven't I done that already? Strategy number seven is this. You want to create case studies out of those scenarios where you've helped somebody sell and buy at the same time and share it with your database. So here's the thing. With inventory being so low, buyers are afraid to sell because they're not sure if they can find a new home to move into. Yes or yes? Jazzy does this well through some of the personalized tech drip campaigns that he's built into call action. So for example, here's a sample tech strip meant for your HomeBot subscribers. And so he has a weeks-long tech strip campaign or a year-long tech strip campaign that just checks in on those homeowners. Hey, Ricardo, sent you uh, the monthly home value report a few weeks ago. Wanted to check in and see how it's going. Do you or your friends need anything? Did you have any questions about the report? Right? And as time goes on, six months, 12 months down the line, here's the, the setup or here's the tech strip that follows. Good morning, Ricardo. A few quick things. Did you see the most recent home value report? We just helped a client sell their home after they got into some financial trouble due to unemployment. We helped them save their credit, downsize into a smaller home, and net over $87,000. And that's that's text number one. Text number two is, do you know anyone that may be in a similar situation that we can help? We could share the home value report so they could see how much they would get how much they would make selling their home. Let me know and have a great day. What are you doing here? You're showing them a case study of how you helped somebody that was in financial trouble due to unemployment uh, because of COVID. And you're showing building a case study for how you help them save their credit, how you help them downsize into a smaller home while keeping $87,000 in their pocket. So your database needs to see these case studies because some people are in a similar situation. They're just not openly running to talk to you about it. So you have to go find people that are just like them. And the way to do that is to build those case studies. If your inventory is turning on the market in a day, it's it's less than 24 hours on the market and you have 10 plus offers, 20 plus offers, that's a powerful case study. You want to write a case study of how you sold that listing in a record, you know, 24 hours for 10%, 20% above asking. And then you want to turn to your database and say, you know, do you know somebody that may be in a similar situation that we can help? You know, John and Debbie homeowners, they wanted to sell their home, but there wasn't any inventory. They, They couldn't find what they wanted. So I prospected this neighborhood until we found the listing that they wanted and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So the way I would tackle this is in three steps. 
Step number one is to segment your database. What quote unquote research phase seller are they? Are they a move up buyer? Are they a downsizer? Are they an investor? Are they uh, a rent, a first time buyer, et cetera, et cetera. Step number two is write up your case study, preferably with a video testimonial showcasing how you help these happy homeowners make a contingent sale. In other words, how you help them find a home where there, when there wasn't any on the market and how you help them sell their current home in a record X amount of days for X percentage higher than asking. If you want a good tool for video testimonials, I believe I wrote an article on the website called um, Capturing Video Testimonials with Warm Welcome. Warm Welcome is an awesome email mar- um, video email service provider. They create a widget that you can embed on your website. So if you go to ricardobueno.com forward slash shout out, there's an example of a video testimonial widget, and it's a quick and easy way for your clients, your customers, to submit video testimonials back to you. So go check that out. Um, again, how to capture video testimonials with warm welcome is the name of the post. So again, step two is write up that case study, preferably with a video testimonial showcasing how you help these happy homeowners make a contingent sale. And then step number three is email that specific case study to the appropriate segment of your database with a call to action similar to the one in Jesse's text strip. Hey, do you know anyone that may be in a similar situation that we can help with? Question mark. That's your closing call to action. It's how you helped uh, John and Susie downsize their home when there wasn't any inventory or how you help these happy uh, move-up buyers find a home when there wasn't any inventory. And hey, do you know anyone in a similar situation or have you had any thoughts of upgrading, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so strategy number eight is doing seller seminars targeting seniors, but don't call it a seller seminar. Call it an estate planning event. Now, I got this one from one of uh, Tom Ferry from someone in Tom Ferry's network. I'm sorry, I can't really remember the name, but it was a great idea. You can host a seller seminar targeting seniors, except you don't want to call it a seller seminar. You'll want to call it an estate planning event. The key is this. Don't talk about selling the house when you're promoting the event. In other words, don't have commission breath. They're going to come to this event to start planning for the future, and you're there to assist them in moving their assets. Now, I know you want to help them downsize, and trust me, they know you want to help them downsize, but you want to lead with value first, and a very effective way to do that is, again, to call it an estate planning event. So the things you'll need to kick off a good event is you need to partner with a good estate planning, an estate planning attorney. You can partner with a title company to talk about a 1031 exchange. And then you want to talk to a home management professional that's going to talk about downsizing. Remember, you're talking to somebody who's lived in a home for 20 plus years or more, and this is a big move for them. So you want to put them at ease and make them comfortable. Um, This is a strategy that we sort of implemented last year where we got a thousand records from title. Uh, You can ask your title company. You pulled a thousand records of homeowners who have lived there for 20 plus years and have over 80% equity in the home. And so the strategy was uh, twice a month direct mail postcards for six months and then Facebook ads that match the design of the postcard because it's really uh, we uploaded those thousand records to Facebook as a custom audience 
and then we showed them the ad that matched the design of the postcard. So while it might not be a good idea to host these as a live event due to COVID, you can definitely host these as a live webinar and turn them into an evergreen webinar using a tool like Demio, which if you've signed up for any of my on-demand webinars on the website, that's how I'm powering those webinars using that online tool Demio. So just last week, we hosted a Prop 19 webinar. The title was Prop 19, Key Things the New Tax Law Gives and Takes Away. And it was easily a well-attended webinar, and we're hosting a follow-up webinar on February 9th to talk about how to reach out to seniors. So this is the makings of a, a sort of well-built campaign. Uh, for that webinar, we had about 113 people registered. And then, like I said, remember what I said about creating a good multi-channel marketing strategy. In addition to running a webinar and emailing your attendees, you can, again, send the direct mail piece and then running and then run branding and awareness ads that match the design of the of that direct mail piece and again that'll cost you pennies on the dollar over on the website i have some examples of an ad and how it mimics the design of the direct mail piece and you know how the ad was shown to 23 people on the list of a thousand for a total ad spend of 62 cents pretty ridiculous okay so strategy number nine how has COVID and the last year of the pandemic changed the way you feel about your home? It's a question, it's a setup question to gauge the temperature of the people in your database. If you're calling through two letters of the alphabet every week, this is your setup question. How has COVID and the last year of the pandemic changed the way you feel about your home? So Josh Lewis said something on our light on our last podcast episode that really resonated with me. And what it was is he said. You don't need fancy or complex marketing strategies. You just need to build a sphere. Stay in front of them. Let them know that you like them, that you want to work with them, and that you want to work with other people just like them. If you feel like you haven't done a good job of staying in front of your database and you don't know how to reach out or what to say, then here's a simple and easy script to ease into the conversation. Hey, Ashley, it's Ricardo. You know, shame on me. I haven't done a good job of staying in touch, dot, 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 you know, just wait. So again, hey, Ashley, shame on me. It's Ricardo. I haven't done a good job of staying in touch. You know, I remember I sold you that gorgeous two-bed, two-bath condo in Laguna Niguel. I know lots of folks are struggling right now. Income and employment is disrupted. I just want to check in and see how you and your family are holding up. The trick here is you have to make it 80% personal and then find your opportunity to inject that 20% business into the conversation. Are you moving? Do you know somebody that is, et cetera, et cetera. But you have to ease into it. You have to make it 80% personal and then find those opportunities to inject that 20% business. And then your setup question is basically, how has COVID in the last year of the pandemic changed the way you feel about your home? So why this question? This question is effective because it's a great touch point. Number one, it's on everybody's mind. Number two, once you've asked them this question, you'll be able to uncover pain points or areas of improvement if you're listening closely. So if somebody says, you know, we really just need bigger space because my husband has a home office, AKA me. Well, Ricardo, if I found you a home with dual masters, would you be interested in selling and trading up? Heck yeah. <laughs> and, 
And then the, the other thing is, what is the sales price that would encourage you to move out of your current property? If I could get you that sales price, would you consider selling your home? Right? What is the sales price that would encourage you to move out of your current property? And if I could get you that sales price, would you consider selling your home? Strategy number 10 um, is create campaigns to reach first-time homebuyers. Interest rates are low with no indication of them going up um, anytime soon. So creating campaigns to reach first-time homebuyers has been an effective strategy for us, especially if you don't have any listing inventory. Now, look, I get it. Everyone wants listings. But if you're just getting started, a great way to build a client base and your expertise is by working with buyers. And those buyers, the thing you have to keep in mind is those buyers will eventually convert into sellers. And if you make it a goal to deliver such good customer service that each buyer you work with refers at least one client within the year, then really the marketing takes care of itself. If you don't currently have any listing inventory, here's an example of a great first-time buyer campaign that'll help bring in a steady stream of buyer leads. And remember, on average, about 10% of those buyer leads that you generate are going to be people who might need to sell in order to buy. So I'll read off the copy of the ad that we included that's been performing really well for us. If you go to the website, ricardobueno.com, you can read a copy of the ad right there and see what the what the image creative looks like. But we basically said, attention Long Beach area first-time homebuyers. See if you can own for the same you pay in rent. Paying your landlord's mortgage is throwing money out the window. You may be able to own one of these homes and pay for it yourself. Most people can even get help with their down payment. Find out if you qualify. And then uh, the call to action says stop renting and start building your future. Click learn more for, for more information, right, to convert. And so then again, the strategy here is to create a multi-channel marketing strategy. So... Uh, one of the campaigns that we're working on is we're creating a Your Next Move campaign and uh, that we're running for one of our agents. And so it consists of direct mail pieces to a specific farm with the theme of helping you find your next move. So direct mail pieces to that specific farm twice a month for six months. And then we're complementing those with Facebook ads targeting both renters in the area and homeowners in the area. We're targeting renters because we want to show them how they can own for the same they pay in rent. And then we're targeting homeowners because we want to help them trade in their investment and move up while creating inventory for new buyers. Do you see what we're doing there? And then the third thing is we're making those geo-prospecting calls to those homeowners in the area. So over on the website, I have an example of a landing page that we're sending all those qualified leads and traffic to. Um, just note that it's just a mock-up. But again, now we have a Your Next Move campaign that's reaching first-time bull buyers, reaching move-up buyers, and we're creating inventory in the market. And then last but certainly not least, um, strategy number 11. Record YouTube Lives to demonstrate your local market knowledge and expertise. Of all platforms, YouTube, second largest search engine in the world, YouTube has phenomenal growth. The best way to beat the portals and to outperform the competition is to know your market. 
and I mean truly develop and demonstrate your local market expertise. The portals will never be able to provide hyper-local market expertise. And if you want to get picked for that next listing appointment you go on, you need to walk the part, look the part, and every single piece of marketing collateral you leave behind needs to demonstrate that you know the market better than each and every single other agent who's interviewing for that one listing. And so rather than having these conversations one-to-one, you can have them one-to-many by broadcasting your knowledge and expertise in doing these regular YouTube lives. You can talk about the state of the local real estate market, where interest rates are holding and where they're headed, where property values are holding and where they're headed, new developments in the community, changes to lending lending guidelines. These are things that are on people's minds. Instead of waiting for leads to come to you, instead of having these conversations one-to-one, you can broadcast them one-to-many by creating these YouTube lives. Jeb Smith, who was recently on the podcast, and Josh Lewis. So Jeb Smith grew his YouTube channel by 16,000 subscribers in only one year. All he did was he published weekly real estate videos and hosted regular YouTube lives with Josh to talk about the state of the current real estate market and interest rates. Josh is probably going to close about 20 purchase transactions. In the last two months, they've already pre-approved six buyers with pristine credit. Three of them already out looking at property in Huntington Beach. That's the power of doing, committing to doing one to many this year using and leveraging YouTube as an audience. So there you have it, 11 strategies or 11 open house alternatives to continue to keep the leads flowing. And I'd love to hear from you. You know, what are you doing to make up for the loss of open houses as a lead source? Are you actively marketing to your past client database? Are you actively building a pipeline of future business? Are you actively marketing your listings to create new opportunities? My guess is if you cherry pick just a handful of these strategies to implement, they should give you bottomless confidence in your business, no matter what craziness this year has in store. If you're a real estate professional in Orange County and you need help implementing any of these strategies covered in this episode, you can schedule a free complimentary coaching call. I'll share the details and the same process that worked for hundreds of our one-on-one coaching clients throughout 2020. Just go to bookricardo.com. And again, if you got value out of this episode, I would appreciate it if you shared it with your community. I give you an easy way to do that. Just go to ricardobueno.com forward slash share. If you share this with five friends, I'll give you a free copy of my Facebook ads masterclass. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. Have a great week and talk to you soon.